sitting in the opposite seat, made repeated pretenses of fiddling with the computational lens that was affixed to his left eye. In reality, he was studying the captain. Having begun in the launch lounge, paused during liftoff, and continuing throughout the ensuing flight, the constant scrutiny was beginning to wear on Jacob. Look, Mithin, if there's something you want to ask, if you have something on your mind, just come out with it. I'm not going to prompt you. Visible through the port behind the Wayland yutani representative, the curved edge of the lambent earth rotated in concert with the shuttle as the compact vessel lined itself up for docking. While the other man fidgeted, he did his best to look and sound authoritative, but only came off as patently embarrassed. I didn't ask to be assigned to watch you. Jacob pursed his lower lip and nodded sagely. And I didn't ask to be assigned a watcher, so we're in agreement. When Mithin offered no comment, an irritated Jacob forced the issue. So, said the watch to his watcher, if you don't mind your subject asking, what exactly are you watching me for? The company rep swallowed and, having fiddled with his eyepiece beyond reason, switched to adjusting the collar of his shirt beneath his dress jacket. He didn't seem to know what to do with his hands. Jacob's narrowed stare from across the aisle only made them fumble faster. Outside, beyond the port, a mesmerizing cosmos swung like the view from a carnival ride. You must understand, Captain, that as adept as our people and machines are at assigning values and squeezing parameters, selecting a crew for so momentous an undertaking will inevitably be subject to a lot of second-guessing. Jacob smiled pleasantly. I wish you wouldn't use the word undertaking when talking about the mission. This time there was some rationale behind Mithin's adjusting of his eyepiece. His expression twisted as realization followed understanding. Jacob was disappointed. He had hoped for a response in the form of a chuckle, or at least a smile. But then he had already decided that the company rep wasn't readily amused. A joke, I see, Mithin replied, without seeing at all. I suppose I should have used a different term to just get to the point, Mithin. Ahead of the shuttle and visible on the heads up, the extraordinary bulk of the Covenant drew near. The representative nodded, appearing relieved at no longer having to play at tactfulness. To put it bluntly, there are some who are not sure if the company chose the right couple to put in charge of the mission. Jacob met the other man's now steady gaze without flinching. Mother is in charge of the mission. I'm just the human captain, and my wife is the supercargo. Orm's my number two, not her. We aren't as concerned about Daniels, the representative replied firmly, as we are about you. I see. And what is it about me that concerns your unidentified we? Now Mithin did smile, however slightly. There are those who think you're too flighty insufficiently serious to be entrusted with command of such a vast and complicated enterprise. The shuttle slowed as it approached the main docking bay. A slight shiver ran through Jacob's body as the much smaller craft began to fall under the influence of the Covenant's artificial gravity field. On what basis did they arrive at the scientific determination that I am flighty? Certain correspondence. Mithin looked away, uncomfortable once again between yourself and others. Correspondence that reflected an excess of enthusiasm for non-project-related matters. 
There are those in the company who feel that your enthusiasm for participatory sports, for example, might detract from your attention to duty. Sports. Jacob leaned so sharply in the representative's direction that the other man flinched. Listen. One of the reasons I was given command of the Covenant was my demonstrated empathy for the interests of the colonists. Once we get to Oriage 6, I have to supervise the establishment of the colony. That requires a completely different set of skills from those needed to captain a starship. He pressed back into his seat. The company wanted someone who could incorporate both poles of experience. They chose me. The unnamed those in the company can go hang. There was a soft bump as the shuttle settled into the docking bay. Jacob was grateful for the return to full gravity. It was hard to kick someone in zero-g, and he was feeling more and more like delivering such a message to the company representative's backside. Take